0: Det här är Teach Me Sweden, det här är alltså en
1: historie-slash-humor-podcast där två komiker försöker lära varandra eh, om svensk historia. Jag heter Erik Broström. Och jag är Jonathan Rollins. Och i den här am going jag be lära Erik om en
2: person som kanske är en
1: kvinna. Kanske. Eller är det bara vår skeva syn 1952? Alltså inte vår skeva syn, utan världens skeva syn- På yes. 1952. Yes,
2: we're talking about an athlete, so stay tuned and find out more
3: now. <laughs>
1: Oh, shoot. Shoot. That was like a Texan scare.
2: Yeah, man. I'm back from Texas. Yeah, officially. Our last episode, we didn't have one last week, but the episode before that, we talked about Texas and its connection to Sweden.
1: Du var i Texas, till och yeah. med.
2: Yeah, great, uh, great uh, idea. By yeah,
1: it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Was hard to find something of value? Now uh, we're in Sweden and Texas, but still.
2: Now we're back to back to uh sitting in front of each other. Exact feels so
1: more so natural. It, I mean
2: it was fun to do that one, but it didn't feel
1: like this. De, we de go, de blisar, slight delay and en say and then on, typ. step on each other. <laughs> de <so> ja, <laughs> det blir så sjukt.
2: But I think Eller? so many people wrote us saying that they loved that episode that now I feel
1: like we have to do like a delay Sarah <laughs> 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 teach me Sweden. Det bästa avsnittet på länge. Det var så skönt att ni inte reagerade på varandra på en gång, utan väntade lite.
2: It helped me translate in my head what John says. Yeah. And then I (laughs)
0: laughed with Eric.
1: (laughs) Det är fördelen. Yeah, man. But now
2: we're back to the old school, man. Yeah. Live, analog, analog shit.
1: Underbart, face to face.
2: Yeah. Um, I kind of want to get to it. Those of you that are. that are Lil's, uh, which is Listeners I Love, yeah. those that are not Listeners I Love, mm-hmm. uh, can become
1: yeah ja, subscribers, lyssnar nu get extra kan, shit. Hello, is you can have listened to extra 10 minutes of me and Jonathan, if you had been Listeners I Love, We yeah. Love. But yeah. uh, it's easy to be patreon.com slash teach me Sweden. Yeah. Yes, and you can
2: uh, be a part of the Listeners we Love, that get extra shit, like we do... Sketches, yeah. For each episode, and uh, when we when we have the capability, we do video episodes. So, exact. just uh, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Something you can do. Something you should do. Help us out. Support a little more and
1: get get back. And you get ad free episodes. Exact. Man, for not for it. gratis for äh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Let's uh, hop, hop into this one. Okay. Hey.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
2: Alright, uh Eric. Yeah. You may know this about me. Okay. Uh, we've known each other for a long time now. Uh. I'm really into sports. They are do.
1: Americans football, some I call it. Till example.
2: Yes, you know I like football. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but I like basketball as well. American
1: uh-huh. uh the, the the National League uh
2: NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a sports guy in general. Yes. I'd say.
1: That's it, something that splits us up. Yeah, because you're not sports yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah.
2: If I came in here and you were watching a hockey match mm-hmm. and you said that you really love one of the teams that was on the TV, I would then take that on as my team. And I would probably cheer as hard as you for that team. I'm wow. such a sports guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, uh, and you might have to explain some stuff to me. If it's a sport, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, But I get the concept of loving your team and going all out for them. And I'm, all, I'm here for it. It's yeah. one of my things. It's just me. The yeah, I love it. I, I do that, and I start saying "we" about the team.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I hope
2: we win. Yeah. This team I just found oh. out about today. I hope we win. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: and I was thinking about our episodes, and uh, I was kind of shocked that I went this long without highlighting a Swedish
1: athlete. Ah, oh.
2: because they exist.
1: They're the f- f- Yes, oh. I'm
2: familiar with uh one of my favorite clothing brands here it's beyond board yeah yeah and it's a good clothing brand named after a tennis star
1: yeah 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 beyond board yeah who can forget well i wasn't born but Hmm. yeah i never thought 70s star yeah
2: i never thought to dig into sports history yeah yeah but here we are okay and we're gonna do an athlete yeah i know you don't
1: i might know but we don't know
2: I consider that a positive thing that you probably don't know shit about (laughs) the person I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I don't. You don't care in the least bit about sports. Uh, And it's not Bjorn Borg. Yeah. Maybe that'll be later. Have you heard Mm -hmm. of Ingmar Johansson?
1: Ingmar Johansson? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know much about him.
2: Do you know what he did?
1: Is he a weightlifter?
2: I love that you don't know. Okay. (laughs) Oh, probably is. It's, it's not a. It's, it's a common name. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're gonna learn about him. You're gonna know a lot about him okay. after this uh, two hours of uh, stuff. I got to say. no. I'm just yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two hours worth of Ingmar Johansson.
2: Okay, uh, okay. Here we'll start from the beginning. Ingmar Johansson mm-hmm. was born at the maternity hospital on Övre Husargatan Gothen in Gothenburg, 1932.
1: Ooh, old guy. Yeah, man. Dead guy, probably. We'll see. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, the family then, they lived at Prince Gothen, seven. Uh, their parents, Jens and Ebba, uh, moved that same year. So he was born, oh, uh, we're going to move. Uh, they moved to Carl Gustav's Gothen. Okay. 59 in Landala, which is kind of a neighborhood in Gothenburg. Okay. Um, And a uh, fun fact, when I, you know that sometimes I go to Gothenburg. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I normally get us... um. A, a place, an uh, Airbnb, on Carl Gustav's got that. Oh, name. really? Same street. Shit. Small world. Ingmar had two brothers named Henry and Rolf. Rolf? Rolf. 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 Oh, Rolf. Yeah, yeah. I it's a hard a one I love Rolf. 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 Yeah. Uh, I know one Rolf. Who? It's my wife's uncle's parents. The dad, his name is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's married into her aunt,
1: so... It's a, if it's hard with Rolf, you can always say Roffe. Rolf. Roffe. That's always the uh, okay.
2: It's... What a surprise that the nickname is Roffe,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> so creative. Yeah. Ah, sweet. Lars, Lasse, Rolf, Roffe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Kalle. Yeah. Call well Calle, done, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So easy.
2: Uh, so Christopher, Stoffe.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan. Y- uh, Jon.
1: It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, here? yeah. What is it? What's yeah. John? Let's call him John.
2: Yeah. Uh <laughs> Ingmar had, he had uh, the, the the brothers Henry Rolf and uh they were into doing things with their hands. They would help their father, they're giving yeah. each other hand jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they worked with their hands, also known as hand job. Yeah. Uh, no, they uh <laughs> their father was a bricklayer. I'm a
1: hand worker. <laughs>
2: Their father was a bricklayer, Okay, and so they were a working class family, all good with their hands. Uh, there was a sport the family dabbled in, and that was a sport that we in America call the sweet science. What? The sweet science. I knew you wouldn't have known it. What is that? Sweet science? The sweet science yeah. is a nickname for the sport of boxing.
1: Uh, is it? The sweet science. Oh, then I know Ingma Yuan Song, but No. Keep going.
2: Yes, we're gonna then keep I, I, I We're in we, it now. Yeah, we're now gonna, I know, you
1: know. Now I know the sport. Yeah. Yes, this cool. as well. Yeah,
2: this is. Yeah. Awesome. It's boxing.
1: Yeah, awesome.
2: Uh, they were into it, uh, and boxing. Little fun fact to everybody: again, was my favorite sport growing up. It was. Loved boxing. Loved the history of the sport. Loved boxing video games. Wanted to box myself. Knew about the sweet science. Loved defensive fighters. Got my and uh, there was like this. This big rush of good boxers in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Who was who
1: was it, were you like a Mike Tyson
2: guy? I was or? huge into Mike Tyson, but I wasn't into only heavyweights. Like a little bit later, the smaller guys got more. Like it was more competition. So
1: yeah.
2: And then HBO was smart, and they had a Saturday night TV show that every night it was called Boxing After Dark on Saturday
1: nights, and I would just watch all the new fighters. It was so great. Okay, side note. Om du var tvungen att välja mellan en en uh, boxningsmatch eller en MMA fight, skulle du välja boxning då för att du tycker att det är mer spännande med boxning eller skulle du välja MMA för att det händer mer?
2: Uh, no, MMA. Now doesn't it always it's not always a good fight. Nah, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of times with the wrestling and stuff, the grappling, they all end up on the ground for oh, that's 2 minutes of the round and yeah. Like, get told to get up and all that shit. I don't know all the technical stuff.
1: Get up! <laughs> <laughs> no, they
2: finally... Sometimes they break them up and make yeah. them stand up. Yeah. So, yeah. they, they Even they know, like, oh, people don't want to see this that long.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, But, yeah, boxing, I understand all, all of the stuff. So, I was like, oh, uh, this is exciting to me, this defensive fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would have picked boxing back then. Now, if it's a good... If it's a MMA fighter I'm familiar with, then I'll be like, oh, shit, I want to see him. Yeah, yeah. Or her. Yeah. yeah. So, um, they did dabble in the sweet science. Yep uh Ingmar's dad had boxed a bit and uh both brothers they dabbled in it uh his cousin was a pro boxer named Vette Larsson
1: Vette Larsson Vette Larsson How do you spell Vette V E
2: V E T T E Okay it is, not wheat <laughs> No
1: but if it's a Vette with a you know a with a the dots then it's uh, like Vette. A, a Vette it's like um it's like a fairy tale it's like a goblin Vette
2: Okay no, it wasn't a Goblin, but he did have a ring name. Okay. Like a nickname that the you The Goblin? Because they called it <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah. You have, uh, uh well, I can't think of any name. Oh, Sugar Shane Mosley. Okay, yeah. You have uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? These guys yeah, yeah, have yeah. these. Vette was Vette Ring Larson.
1: <laughs> Vette Ring Larson. Uh, the
2: just, ring like there we go yeah. let's be creative
1: man like he's in the ring
2: <laughs> watch out
0: uh, oh
1: no he's not like those other boxers he's actually in there
2: it's him and the other guy they're the only two boxers that are in the ring yeah. right now <laughs> that's all Vette
1: here's Vette Ring Larson and Jimmy Gloves McCloskey <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. Uh, at the age of 12, Ingmar, he saw a match at the Gothenburg Messe. It's kind of like we have the Elf Messe. Yeah, they yeah, We have yeah. one called Goth- Gothenburg Messa, and he got hooked. Yeah. Here's a quote. He said, I stood up, I mean, I stood at the top of Mess Hallen, looked down into the ring, and was amazed that people were so taken. They screamed like crazy, and I didn't understand what it was that engaged them so violently, but the acting caught me. The shouts of the audience connected with the exchanges of blows. Suddenly, it was clear to me. I wanted to become one of the figures in the light, in the light vault under the lamps. My heart started pounding when I discovered I wanted to be a boxer. Huh. Hmm, yeah. Right? So then he joined Redbergs Leeds Boxing Club yeah. in September 1945. It became his only Swedish club. Pretty loyal dude, man. He was
1: there all the time.
2: He huh? made his debut at the club, uh, championship for juniors in early 1947, early December 1947. So, you know, two years in, he's getting there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was a no decision exhibition match against a guy named Carl Eric Love Green. Carl Eric Boots, Love no, Green. <laughs> 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 no, I don't see his nickname. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was an exhibition match, which means it wasn't like, it didn't count on his record. Okay. But it's still, he still became club champion. Uh, Heavyweight too.
1: Okay, it's big.
2: It was ninety kilo. Yeah. In boxing, you start to test your skills against other people your weight, and it's a thing called amateur league. Uh huh. So you just fight, and a lot of times they fight hundred fights. They wear headgear, so you're not getting beat up too bad. Uh, And this was time. um, It was time for him to get into this amateur league so he can get more experience. That's how it goes. Um, His debut in a competitive match as an amateur. Came at the Gothenburg Junior Championship a year later, nineteen forty eight, against Uno Jakobson, who was seven years older than him.
1: Oh, and I thought he was seven seven years old. <laughs> a seven year old <laughs> with a
2: mean left hook.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get you.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> Watch your balls.
2: <laughs> hey, he's seven, man. Once you're eight, you stop hitting balls. <laughs> Uh, Johansson was a boxer with good footwork. Mm-hmm. He had excellent jab. He's pretty tall too. So he can keep people off with his jab, yeah. but he had a feared knockout punch. His right hand was strong. He, okay. knew he could knock people out. He went straight ahead and he clipped, uh, uh, knocked it or knocked the people, knocking people out. That was yeah, his yeah. thing. Um, he won on points over Helga Aulesson, who we all know. No, from the, he was in the majors in uh, February by a TKO in third round. Boom. Knocks the guy out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the next day, he beat a guy named Hans Fredriksson, uh, and then in front of a group of five thousand, he knocked out the runner-up from the Swedish Junior Championship. Shit! So he's like right away coming right up, coming out kicking ass. Wow! Uh, and this was in the uh, the first round. <laughs> he just
1: comes out. Oh, oh, man, I'm nice up. Oh, yeah. Wait, do they do it. Huh?
2: Shit. Allah, doom, doom, yeah, he's just knocked, well, not first round, everybody, but yeah, okay. the champion. He knocked yeah, yeah, him yeah. out in the first round. Yeah, uh, in 1949, he won 11 of his 12 matches. Uh, five of them were by points, and six of them were by knockouts. <sighs> and back then, you fight a lot of rounds too. Yeah, so go points, they were tired of shit. Yeah, uh, the loss that came, uh, the he had a loss that year, it came against a guy named Broer Anderson. <laughs> yeah. From Halmstad So broor. old names, <laughs> broor. broor. And now, uh, now that sounds like he's from Förorten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> broor. Yeah. His name is Lasse Broor Anderson. <laughs> That's way better than Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> better Ring Larsson
1: Better, but damn it, <laughs> could have been broor. <laughs> I could have been. A, I could have been a contender. <laughs> Imagine what I could have been. I could have been a brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Uh, and he lost that one by points, so he didn't get knocked out. Yeah. The year ended with the Swedish Junior Championship after two knockout victories against Carl Frank and uh, from Aarhus yeah. uh, on December 9th. And then Lasse Merlin uh, two days later. So he's just fighting a lot of fights and knocking people out. It's really good. He's a promising amateur fighter. Yeah. Uh, on February 27th, 1950, Johansson won his first of three straight Swedish heavyweight championships. Uh he defeated Banked uh you don't know these people, but somebody from You Gordon he beat him. Boo! Shout out to You Gordon. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Uh the September 29th, he he lost on points. And then autumn, uh a little bit later that fall, he won three international victories against an Italian, a Norwegian, and uh somebody from Denmark.
1: But well, it from the amateur
2: still amateurs. Okay. Um I'm glad you asked that. The way boxing normally goes. You're like, a, like a junior. You're like you know learning at, at your little uh, camp. Mm-hmm. Then you start doing amateur fights to try to get some experience, and then you do. Uh, the goal is to get up to Olympic level, and then because you fight Olympics as like the best amateur. Oh, really? Pros don't fight in the Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah. At least in America. Okay. Pros don't fight in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, so we we send our amateurs, and then. You get that Olympic medal, hopefully, and then you become pro.
1: Okay.
2: That's how it goes. The uh, boxing.
1: First, alla måste man måste inte vara i US.
2: No, no, no. But that's your goal. You like oh, you're yeah. good amateur fighter. You fight to try to get into the Olympics for your country. Yeah. Then you fight in the Olympics for your country, and then you come and be pro. Now the world kind of knows you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know that's the goal.
1: But you can become a pro without doing the Olympics. Yeah, if you
2: yeah. Like some people they'll be like they started. In a, like the Olympics was last year, they got really good. In the next two years, they're like, I don't want to wait two more years yeah. to start making money off. Right. This. Yeah. Because you start making money when you go pro. Yeah. Uh. So so this is that is how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Johansen he participated as an amateur in the Olympics in 1952. Sweet. He was kicking ass the he's whole like, tournament. So
1: he's twenty.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's kicking ass the whole tournament, and then he makes it to the final. To represent Sweden oh in the gold God. medal fight. Oh sweet! Yeah, and he's going against an American, <gasps> Ed Sanders. Mm, never heard of. Yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> Swedes are known for many things. Mm-hmm. Well, a few things. Well, but one of the main things is conflict shyness. avoidance. Yeah, <laughs> shyness. Conflict avoidance. Yeah, passive aggressiveness.
1: Yeah, love of screen on iPhone.
2: <laughs> and yeah, loving iPhones too. Uh Johansen, unfortunately, was disqualified from the gold medal match for passive boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a major scandal. They were like, what type of boxing are you doing? Go fight the guy. Yeah. But he was kind of smart and defensive and he used his jab and he tried to set you up uh-huh. to lead you to make a bad punch. And then he counter. you. You know what I mean? That's how... He did, but back then in 1952, they weren't trying to hear that. They
1: want you to go in there and try to kill that fucking Men vänta guy. Right, yeah. Yeah. And the other guy it is wasn't. not being confrontive enough. Yeah. Then they're both passive. They're both
2: passive, yeah. Yeah. But Ingmar took the brunt of it and they disqualified him. They're like, no, you're not trying to. Shit. You're not trying to. So, uh, his Forma Silver be Yes, he was supposed to get silver because he was there anyway. Yeah. Um his style of boxing was later, people said, applied by Muhammad Ali.
1: Whoa.
2: <laughs> and it's like. Uh there's a famous fight. I've watched so many boxing matches. You'd probably think I'm a weirdo. No. I've seen so much boxing.
1: No. I've seen uh Jaws oh, yeah. 153 <laughs> times. <laughs>
2: But um, Muhammad Ali has a famous fight where he invented what was later called the rope-a-dope.
1: I've heard of, a, of the
2: rope-a-dope. It's when you like lead somebody. Like They use it in pop culture, too. Like You lead somebody to think that you're done, but you're not done. You come back and you win. In oh. this fight, he lets George Foreman, one of the hardest-hitting boxers of all time, yeah, uh, basically punch himself out. Punch until you get too tired to really do anything. And And he he thinks that Muhammad
1: Ali is old, but...
2: Yeah, and and Ali is making him miss, really, or letting him hit his body, making sure he doesn't get a hard punch on his chin or whatever. Yeah. And then he knocks out George Foreman. Yeah. A fight I saw as a kid, and it like kind of changed my life watching this fight Yeah, Like, oh my God, this guy, Muhammad Ali, is so cool. Smaller than this big brunt makes him punch himself out I think he's gonna get hurt and then he knocks him out yeah <laughs> so uh, cool basically Ali see you know I mean this uh it's the style that Ali used and is heralded
1: now yeah
2: but back then they're like what the fuck are you doing
1: yeah but 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 men um Muhammad Ali er, from
2: no no he died not too long ago. yeah a few, maybe a 10 years
1: ago something like that yeah yeah But his last 10 years, he was fine, right?
2: (laughs) Exactly. He fought way too long. Yeah. And uh, took a lot of hits today. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweden, it's a country, Uh criticized Mr. Johansson.
1: Yeah. had b- b- Kungen
2: The Swedish press yeah. were saying that he was a shame for Sweden. Yeah. And and that uh the he was he was forced to leave the match because they were booing him for not being aggressive enough. Jesus. And the coach of the national team for forbade Johansson from leaving Helsinki. Which is where the Olympics were. Oh, really? He was like, "You don't get him. You have nothing to do at the closing ceremony, and you will never be a part of the Swedish Olympic squad again." Man, he was like, like <laughs> turned on this guy. Was oh. representing the country. Uh, the oh. the traditional flagging at the award ceremony was banned, so they didn't raise the Swedish flag. And the and the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, they banned it, and they said on the grounds of unsportsmanlike conduct in the ring.
1: Man... <laughs> uh,
2: both in Finland and Sweden, Ingmar Johansson began to be called "Springemark" and was accused of being a coward. Nah.
1: Yeah, man. So this was his. Uh... <laughs> and that was like his big moment, his debut. As an amateur. Yeah. a
2: young dude, man. Yeah. You just said he was 20 years yeah. old. Yeah. Young guy. Just trying to figure things out. Amateur, not even a pro yet, and they want you to go and be more aggressive. And they to call it didn't direct
1: so that he became disc. Also, it not like oh, you were traveling with the ball or. Right. So, like, what is the rule? Yeah, exactly. But when you tried to not för mycket much, mycket.
2: It's like, where does it say you have to throw twenty punches a- around?
1: Yeah.
2: It's, it's oh. Uh, so he got that checked off his list, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it was time to go pro. That's the next step. Yeah. The logical step, unless you want to go back and be a bricklayer like right, that. Right, right. Go pro. So he made his pro debut, and kudos to him for saying, fuck y'all, and going you know, on September 5th, 1952, which is just after the Olympics. Yeah. He had an exhibition match against a guy named Ole Tanberry uh-huh. in Berkhoer Folk Park. So it's like, not that That's big of small...
1: a... small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog uh, spell. Ring, ring, ding, ding, ding,
2: ding. The ring girls are, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> not that hot. Now the ring girls are just uh, the 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 people that were there. <laughs> yes. Didn't Can you even, be a didn't this even have to be female. At one point, it was a dog.
2: <laughs> that was the second round. Yeah. Three, three uh, barks next time. There. Fight <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, and then he had his ranked debut, where you know a real pro fight. Okay. In his hometown of Gothenburg. Yeah. And he fought a French guy named Robert Masson. Okay. And he knocked him out in the fourth round. Yeah. So the power came with him, man. Nice. Uh, okay. Then he got a manager named Edvin uh in the fall of '52, and uh, he had a trainer named Niels mhm Kept them his entire career. Just like, yeah, loyal dude, man. How do you look? And Ockvis had been around him as a junior and uh, before he was 16 years old, so he really knew him and said he was going to take care of him.
3: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash newsadfree. That's amazon.com slash newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
2: Johansson lined up victories, and in 1956, he captured the European Championship title with a 13th round knockout victory over the Italian Franco Cavici. Oh, sounds (laughs) like a winner, though. Yeah, they said uh, Cavici when he hit him, said, oh, yo, yo. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's The stereotype. Oh, He got knocked out. (laughs) Mamma mia. Mamma mia. (laughs) Oh. Uh, before the match, Ingmar Johansson contacted wrestler Rune Skinskattebergian. What? I don't know how to. My say My
1: grandpa it. is from Skinskatteberg.
2: Oh, really? So that must be a nickname. Oh, his, they, they need to get better at there. Next-
1: <laughs> yeah, like Rune. What's his nickname? The the the, the guy. <laughs> du vet Skinskattebergian for fun. <laughs> Like, uh, what do you want your nickname to be? I'm gonna be
2: Jonathan. I just got here, but I'm ready to fight. Brales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they good. they bro. No, you know, know what? what you... i to Okay, real slaws.
1: <laughs> you know what your nickname would be? What? The Miami Mumbler. The Miami.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Miami Mumbler's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I couldn't hear him, so I, 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 I got in with my chin. That's where struck <laughs> <Boom! me. laughs> he struck me. Got him again. He yeah. did the
2: old mumble punch.
0: <laughs>
2: but the uh, wrestler. of oh. Rune, uh, he let Ingo, they called him Ingo. That was his kind of nickname, too. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, it rings a bell,
2: Ingo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they let him, he, he did some strength training uh, through some wrestling, and uh, they said that this was smart against the Italian that he fought. So, um, it worked. Mm. And he, his hard blotted body blows um, it helped him win that fight. Okay, He defended his title in 57 and 58. He even fought the Englishman Henry Cooper, who was, I guess, a good fighter, and Joe Erskine. Never heard of these guys. It's the 1950s. Yeah. He fought American Eddie Machin. Uh, who was the high, one of the highest ranked on Ring Magazine's ranking list? I didn't know Ring Magazine was. I used to read Ring Magazine, yeah, and watch the list every week. That's how much I was into boxing because oh, they always yeah. say the top, the top boxers. Yeah, yeah. Um, he fought at Nia Ulevi, a little bit better. Oh,
1: yeah, better than the old one
2: in front of fifty three thousand six hundred and fourteen people, and it was a a record for Swedish Arena Sports. Shit, I think it still is the. Wow. Record for Swedish sports, yeah.
1: What? Uh, how many was it?
2: 53,614 people. Sounds
1: like a record, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you been to the Laugh House?
1: <laughs> oh, that's not a sports event, though. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely have 54,000. Yeah, you got the uh, uh, entertainment record. <laughs> Johansson won over uh, the Eddie matchin Mach- who was uh, undefeated at the time. Okay. And uh with a first round knockout. Wow. He's just knocking motherfuckers out, yeah. And uh all those people, 53,000, yeah, paid their money yeah. and watched two minutes and 16 seconds of action. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sounds like the Tyson days.
1: Probably delighted for the win, though. Yeah, yeah. What det måste it must be, since... Also, when you go to football, so you know that I'm going to get 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But this is really like... So, oh, never Om det är en dålig upplevelse, yeah. då kan du ta 90 minuter. Men om det är en bra upplevelse, quick, då är vi härifrån på fem. Yeah. Or you can see
2: like people go at it for like six rounds until somebody gets knocked out. That's yeah. the best. When, like, oh this,
1: yeah. No defense. Build it up. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, this isn't gonna mean anything to you. Okay. But it meant a lot to me. Okay. There is a legendary, and I underline the word legendary, okay. fighter named Floyd
1: Patterson. Okay. Uh, I grew up I've hearing know, about him. i heard of Floyd. Probably. Because it's like Floyd versus someone famous. Like there's a reference for, for a fight. Mm. It's like Floyd and blah, blah.
2: Okay. Well, there's other famous fighters named Floyd as well. Ah. Floyd Mayweather is like yeah. the most famous okay. of this generation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it might have been him. But Okay. Uh, I grew up hearing about Floyd Patterson. I used to fight with him on video games. He was really good. Okay. They had like a, a a game called Greatest Heavyweights. I used to play all the time. And he had this punch. What console? Uh Sega Genesis. What is that? Sega Genesis? Oh, Sega. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. Miami Mumbling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: <laughs>
2: but uh I used to play the Greatest Heavyweights and he was on there. he was really hard to beat because he's he had this punch that they all had a special punch. Okay. And his special punch looked like his punch he did to knock people out.
1: Okay. Anyway,
2: um, Muhammad Ali said Floyd Patterson was his idol. Wow. And later in his Patterson's career, Ali actually fought him and said he felt bad fighting the old Floyd Patterson, and he beat him. Yeah. And he just was like, "Have mercy," type of thing. Like, I feel bad beating my idol. Up. <laughs> um word got out in America that there's this European champion, yeah, Ingemar Johansson. Yeah. Uh, and he was supposed to be pretty good. Ingmar was the European champion, but Floyd Patterson was called, as we do in America.
1: The world. Yeah.
2: (laughs) He was world champion. Yeah. And the thought was that there's no way a European guy could beat our guy. I mean, he's the best in the world. Yeah. So (laughs) legendary Floyd Patterson was ready to take on this guy who was said to have a pretty hard right hand with amazing knockout power. So on June 26, 1959, Mar Johansson faced Floyd Patterson in front of 30,000 spectators at the New York Yankee Stadium. Ooh, <laughs> it's the baseball arena. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been there for a boxing match before.
1: Oh, okay.
2: It was really fun.
1: Yeah. Where is it in New York? I've never been to it. I've only been Yankee to it. Stadium. It's like in the city, kind of, right? Because I, I only think been it's in the many. Bronx. Oh, really?
2: I think it's in the Bronx.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: It was a hot and humid evening. mm mm-hmm. uh, The day after a torrential downpour that drenched the arena and forced organizers to postpone the, the match by the day. So they were like, "Man, it's too much rain. We'll do it tomorrow. I watched the fight myself because I love boxing. Uh, it was a good fight, man. Okay. I watched it. I was like sitting there... Uh, with my, and I was like into it. Yeah. And you see the Swedish guy with this, he's kind of big. He's bigger than Floyd Patterson. Yeah. Uh, he uses height and he uses arm length, which we call reach in boxing, uh, to keep him back. It was like, I was like, okay, he's like, he looks like a good boxer. And Floyd Patterson is cool because he has this cool hairstyle mm-hmm. of like the front is kind of up. He's a black dude, but his hair is kind of like brushed up. Oh. And he's got like a little, he's got a cool little hairstyle. Um, and you could tell watching it that his jab bothered Patterson. This long white arm, (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs) and and Patterson wanted to get inside. You can see him trying to like get in. He does this kind of jump move to try to get inside. So it was like good. You can see the the boxing match. It was surprisingly like modern feeling, even though it was in the 1950s. Okay. Uh, his size, speed, and power proved to be more than Floyd expected, especially this being a European champion. Yeah,
1: yeah, Uh, (laughs) and Floyd wasn't
2: really that ready. And then in, uh, I want to say the third round, Neymar landed left hook, followed by a straight right, and put champion Floyd Patterson Shit. on his back. Knocked him down. And the crowd goes nuts. They're shocked. They like love this dude. He's the world champion, and this European guy is going to yeah. beat him.
1: Now this guy is American yeah. and world champion. <laughs> How? What do we do? So uh, Floyd gets up. He's mm-hmm. a tough guy.
2: Uh, Ingmar knocked him down again Oof. six more times. Oh my <laughs> God! Knocked down Floyd Patterson six more times, seven knockdowns. The referee finally stops the fight. One of the hits is probably called illegal now, but he hit him like in the back of the head. I don't know how he got back up, man. He was like turning his body, and he hit him like right after the first knockdown. Because then they didn't really like make you go to the other side of the ring like they do now.
1: Oh really? You don't so interrupt just, the fight really? Like
2: No, uh if somebody goes down now, yeah, they send before they start counting, somebody counts on the side, but the referee positions you far enough so that right, he the can standing count. fighter. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, All right, you knocked them down, you stand right here, and I'll be back. I check with the guy to see what number we're on. Now I start counting. And it's normally like three or four. Okay. So it's like three, four, you know, and then Patterson keeps getting up. But back then he didn't he just make him stand back a little bit. Then he gets up, and now the guy's right on top of him. He yeah, yeah, him, yeah. In, him in the back of the head and falls down again. It was crazy. Wow. Uh, I, I recommend. I'm going to put that fight on our Patreon so people can just go in and click it. If you want to see yeah, yeah, yeah. the full fight.
1: I want to see it now.
2: Yeah, so he wins now. Mm-hmm. He beat the world champion. Yeah. Sweden, who uh, had turned their back on our hero, got its first and so far only world champion heavyweight in boxing. Wow. <laughs> that day. It was, uh in America, it was 10.47 p.m. And over 3 million Swedes listened to it live. Wow. <laughs> a, a report by this guy named Lars Henrik Ottolson on the radio via Radio
1: Luxembourg. Because they didn't have, like, you what know... The what the I mean? fuck? This is, was, like, 59? Yeah. W- w- were there more than 3 million people in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Probably, <laughs> so like... That, f- 5? Yeah, yeah, probably no, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh so it was
2: 3.47 in the morning. Wow! If you think about it, it was 3.47 yeah. in the morning in Sweden. Uh, and Sverre's Radio didn't broadcast any professional boxing matches. So Swedes found a way to listen to this guy Whoa. in America through Radio Luxembourg to listen to this fight. Shit. Uh, and root their guy on that they had fucking turned their backs on and called a coward because he was trying to box the same style that he beat
1: the champion would. Shit. 3 miljoner som lyckas. Och kolla. Alla kan lyssna på Teach Me Sweden. Varför inte vi 3 miljoner lyssnare? <laughs> Det är så question. lätt. Man behöver inte ens Good anstränga question. sig. So Ingmar uh, landed at Torslanda
2: airfield after the match. Yeah. At 5.35 on Saturday, July 4th. Nearly 2,000 people came out to greet him. Wow. When he got there. I Sorry
1: about the booze. <laughs>
2: I would have been crying tears of joy and like relief, you know what yeah. I mean, that I'm supported like this. Right. Uh, there was also um, one of the navy's helicopters with the task of flying him to Ullivie. Yeah. And twenty thousand Gothenburg uh, people were waiting to pay tribute to him when he got there. Shit. Um. They had come uh, to see their new champion, and the next day he went to Granalund Uh huh. And greeted people. Uh, he went to the to and he took in. They interviewed him there in front of everybody, uh, and they crowned him. You know, I guess, give him the belt uh, in front of an audience as large as the audience at Ullvei. Wow, <laughs> isn't that cool? Cool. He became Sportsman of the Year in 1959. Sports Illustrated.
1: Yeah, <laughs> isn't that cool? Uh,
2: and the the news agency Associated Press named him the greatest sportsman of that year. He became Big Boy. An honorary member of RBK in 1959. I don't know the the burger. (laughs) (laughs) Big Boy Burger named (laughs) Floyd Patterson. However, was like it was. This was the first time somebody. uh, I mean, not the first time people lose their belts, but he wanted a rematch. He's like, oh,
0: yeah, this motherfucker beat
2: me up like this seven times going down. Yeah. Uh, So a year later, June twentieth, 1960, just just under a year later. Yeah. uh, In New York had a rematch this time the crowd was thirty one thousand. And uh Patterson beat him by knockout. Oh. Now he's ready. flat oh, Patterson yeah. is one still one of the best boxers of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> now he's like, taking this guy seriously. Comes in. I watched that fight as well. Mm-hmm. Good fight. Um, no surprise for Flat Patterson. He just he was ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. I, I, I described the knockout here. That's what I just made me. He got knocked the fuck out. Like it was like uppercut, and he drops immediately. What Ingo? Ingo. Yeah. drops immediately, and his left leg is twitching. Oh like, shit! And Patterson goes up to him. Um, they count. The fight ends. He raises his hands. Then he goes and kneels down to him and like kind of holds him. To, like see you, like <laughs> finishes the job. <laughs> you die, you fucking European. Oh, that was another thing. They Knock kept calling times. They kept calling him Joe Hansen. In, oh, really? in the fight, if you listen to the, uh, oh, the American Joe guy, Joe Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like uh, Joe Hanson with another punch. Joe Hanson is. You. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and then they kept. They never said Swedish. Yeah. It's like from Europe. Joe Hanson oh, is gonna. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so, and with that fucking voice, American. That's yeah, so funny. Uh, and you could tell it's a tape delay. Like, it's not like he's watching it. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny too. Uh, but yeah, it, it took ten minutes before he could leave the ring. He got knocked out so bad. You know, Shit. they need medical people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody noticed that Floyd Patterson took the time and like, right, you know, this savage Negro yeah. took his time just to make sure <laughs> <laughs> Those he guys has feelings. <laughs> um, this time, sixty-three uh, percent of Swedes. Uh, were listening to the fight yeah like they said it was 60 it was 3 30 in the morning and 63 percent of the country were listening uh and when he when he when he lost they all like they said the the radio the stats dropped everybody kind of got sad and turned it off
1: yeah spring mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> foul mark yeah don't come to get on to expect any meetings. No, no
2: interview this time fucking loser <laughs> They had a third match, mm-hmm. March 1961. In this one, Johansson knocked Patterson down twice in the first round. Whoa. Yeah, man. Uh, but then sixth round, Patterson knocks him out.
1: This Patterson. is also this is almost like a, a Rocky mm-hmm. versus, what's the? Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed yeah. situation. Uh,
2: Johansson continued uh, his career with the aim of regaining that European championship title. He figured probably, you know, after they call it a rubber match, the third yeah. match is kind of like a rubber. rubber match. Yeah, if you want, if you win the first time, I win the second time. Whoever wins the third time in the rubber match, because we've been bouncing back and forth, oh, that person is like, it's over now. You yeah. want, you're the best. Okay, so now it's kind of like Floyd's a better fighter than me. Let me focus on European Championship, and he got another chance. Uh, he wanted to get another chance at the World Championship. Yeah, so he got his. uh a European Championship title by defeating an English guy by knockout, two minutes and thirteen seconds into the eighth, eighth round. Yeah. Uh, then he faced another English guy. He won on points after twelve rounds. Um, but at the end of that fight, he got hit with a hard punch and was what they call saved by the bell. So it's like if you if you're winning a fight or you're in the last round of the fight back then, you get knocked down with seven seconds left, then there's no way you can lose the fight. Oh. Because the bell rings, even if you're knocked the fuck out, like he was basically, yeah. he, was, he wouldn't have made the count. But the rules then meant you can be what they call Saved by the Bell TV show.
1: Yeah, I was, a, a, why don't they call it a Sack Morris? <laughs> or an A.C. Slater? <laughs>
2: yeah, he got Slatered. <laughs> so he got, uh, he he won, but uh, the new, Dawkins <laughs> yeah, put out an article um, with the the picture, a picture of him, and it says, "Wake up, Ingo! You won." Oh. <laughs> and legend has it that he saw the headline and was like, "You know what? I need to retire." Oh, he really? Never, never fought again. He was like humiliated by the title. Like was I like won 23 the fight.
1: Twenty three or twenty four?
2: No, this is nineteen sixty three. So he's like thirty, just over thirty. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah uh, right right right. Because
2: he's had some back and forth fights with Patterson. Yeah. You know, all of this stuff is uh yeah. So now he's in, he's thirty, which is kind of old for a fighter, and they fought a lot back then.
1: Yeah, yeah, now yeah. They fight like once Had a year. Had a lot of fights, yeah.
2: So, uh, uh, the Ring, uh, magazine people they uh sent him a championship belt. The belt read, among other things, "The Ring Magazine Award World Heavyweight Championship won by Ingmar Johansson of Sweden," and the wow. belt is now viewed. Uh, it can be viewed at uh, the Sports Museum in Kribery. In Gothenburg, so if you want to see his belt, oh, if cool. we ever go to Gothenburg together, yeah, I want to check out his belt.
1: So he got two world champions. <laughs> he got one from Floyd, and then one.
2: No, this is from Ring Magazine. It's like the people they give rankings. Oh, they, and they give like rankings. Award, yeah, they're oh. like a war. Like, you're the man. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
2: After his career, Johansson became good friends with his old rival Floyd Patterson. Oh, really? Yes, uh, Johansson. Uh, the year after Sonny Liston lost to Muhammad Ali, there's a picture of Muhammad Ali standing up, flexing his arm like that. It's a very famous picture. Have you seen it?
1: Uh, I think so. You've yeah. seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. There's yeah.
2: Muhammad Ali standing, and there's a guy on the ground. That's Sonny Liston. Oh. Uh, Johansson became the manager, promoter, and friend of Sonny Liston. That guy who was wow. a big heavyweight back then. Huh? And he uh, got him. He figured out a way to get that guy a contract worth one hundred and fifty thousand dollars back then. Yeah. Uh, if he fought. One well, of his caveats were you have to fight in Sweden as well, so he brought some a famous boxer here, to cool, fight some and got him a good contract and got him a new fan base uh, to secure him income because most of the boxing world considered him a gangster and rascal.
1: Sonny Liston. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's a there's a uh, scandal that he faked the knockout to Muhammad Ali. Oh, in that fi- in that picture, it's after what they call like a phantom punch.
1: What, the the, the rumor listing. is?
2: Yeah, if you watch the fight. Yeah, I don't see it. I've never, I've watched it so many times. I've never seen a punch. And he goes down and he falls out like he never. And they think it was for mafia.
1: To oh, you it. think he laid down for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit.
2: That's what people say. Huh. So he had a bad uh, image because of that. And Johansson tried to help him improve his image. That's sweet. And also help expose Sweden to high-level boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh. It would be until 2004 before either of boxing's major organizations, which is WBA, WBC, and there's one now called WBO, but all of these uh, organizations, none of them recognized a heavyweight champion until a white heavyweight champion until 2004 when the Ukrainian uh, Vitali Klitschko beat Lennox Lewis.
1: Huh.
2: So no white. Shit. <laughs> he was the last white guy to win a heavyweight. Oh, and from 1959 to 2004, to 2004 no white guys until Vitali Klitschko. Wow, that was a great fight. If anybody wants to watch boxing, Klitschko versus Lennox Lewis. Shit, Ingmar Johansson completed several marathons. He started running marathons uh, in the 80s, and then he got Floyd. Pat- he challenged Floyd Patterson to run. So then they started competing and making who did the best marathons no. and everybody's like oh this is so cool Floyd yeah. Patterson fucking Floyd Patterson and they traveled to each other's countries every year to see each other shit they became really good friends and uh, Patterson always outran him in a marathon oh really he is black yeah. uh, then- <laughs> let's not forget that part yeah bar. yeah, yeah like, hey, that's hey. true yeah. he knocked him out but <laughs> yeah. he's still uh- <laughs> and can we have something now <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> he went up in weight of course once he stopped uh, uh, his boxing training um and then he got with his uh slimming professor, still found the I just thought this was cool, and he he got his weight down from 145 to 110 kilos. Uh, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. but he fought at 95 kilos. He didn't. Uh, never got back to there. Um, in 1983, 31 years after his uh spring mask scandal, yeah, the International Olympic Committee went back on their stupidity. And realized that what Ingmar Johnson, Johansson did in 1952 Olympics was actually good boxing.
1: Yeah, boom.
2: And the uh, defensive boxing is better for fighters. Yeah, uh, it's tactical, and is why they call it the sweet science. And they gave Ingmar Johansson his well-deserved silver medal. Oh,
1: 1983. That's good. Should have uh, been a fucking gold medal.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, he lost though. <laughs> yeah, but uh... <laughs> the other guy was there. Yeah, I guess they should have let them fight. Yeah. Ingmar married three times throughout his life, had six children. He and the great Floyd Patterson remained friends and visited each other in their respective countries once a year, like I said. It was a strong bond that created uh, out of a surprise fight that shocked one country and awakened pride in another. Floyd died in 2006, and Ingmar, who was beginning to suffer from Alzheimer's and dementia, commented his public comment was, sad to hear.
1: Yeah. That's his way of Uh, crying. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Sad to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Oido. <laughs> 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 <Nee>.
1: um,
2: <laughs> <nemen. Ushno>. Nay. <laughs> I wonder what's sad to hear his actual quote was not Swedish. Like, uh, he said Oido. How do we how do we translate Oido? Yeah. Screw sad to hear. <laughs> Later in life he dealt with Alzheimer's and dementia. Uh, he died in his home on Friday, January thirtieth, two thousand nine with his son Thomas by his side. He lived to be 76 years old and the funeral ceremony took place in Vasas in Gothenburg on February 13th. He was buried uh, at Västra begravningsplatsen where he rests next to his parents. Ah. That is the story of Ingemar Johansson.
1: <laughs> Very good. We we must have fler sport uh, öden. Oh, definitely. The... Oh, this went long. I didn't know we were going this long. jag inte sport, men jag tycker det är jätteintressant is more interesting for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I okay. knew I would you like it for Should we mm. should we look into it? I don't
2: know. It's, f- nah. it's fun to see them go after each other. I think he would have died in 2008 if they would have made him fight hard like they wanted. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. If he would have fought in that Olympics as hard
1: as they wanted him to. Yeah, 2008. That's a good year of his life. So, yeah. Good year of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, thank yeah. Fan, så yeah, man. That was fun, man. Footnote. Saved by the Bell in Swedish. You know what it is? The show?
2: Yeah, I know the show. But yeah, but
1: do it... you know what it's called in Swedish?
2: Is it called uh, Zack Slater?
1: Oh, no. That would be a cool one. Okay. And excluding all the females, of course. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Pang i Plugget. <laughs> what the fuck are they
2: doing? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this was longer than normal, but it was fun. It was fun. It was worth it. Uh, Check it out, though, uh, that we got some Patreon stuff out there. Patreon.com says Teach Me Sweden to be a contributor. Uh, Or go and give us a review, five-star review, and say how great we are. We appreciate that. If you got suggestions, then write us at uh, teachmesweden at gmail.com. Write in Swedish for Eric, English for me. Uh, Thanks to someone wrote recently. I'll take care of that. I got you. And... uh, Yeah, we'll catch y'all later. Yeah, yeah. This has been Jonathan Rollins and Erik Broström teaching you Sweden.
1: Fred!